This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. I'm absolutely kicking myself because as I say these words, I'm remembering that I totally forgot to send today's guest my mailing address to get some samples. Right. Uh, this is going to haunt me forever. Uh, Liz, uh, Chef Liz Rogers is the founder of Creamalicious, the only black-owned national ice cream brand in the country. Chef Liz is here to tell us all about how she launched this incredible brand and how she came up with flavor names like Slap Your Mama Banana Pudding. <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you so much for having me here today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, Creamalicious went into the stores about a year ago and um, just been working on this for several years. Sometimes when people see things on the shelf or they see things that are launched, they think that it's uh, something that happened overnight and it was actually eight years in the making. Eight, so we, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So eight years. So take us back eight years. Um, what were you doing then? When, when did the light bulb go off for, for this, for Creamalicious? I'm an executive chef and restaurateur by trade. And um, really, uh, Creamalicious started by having a complete line of uh, pastries and desserts that was sold inside the restaurant. So ice cream is the world's number one dessert. So I really wanted to hone in on trying to make an ice cream line that emulated the actual dessert. So Creamalicious is a two-in-one dessert. It's, it's always like, well, do you get a, a, a slice of sweet potato pie or a slice of cheesecake or something, or do you get a scoop of ice cream? So I really wanted the customer to have the best of both worlds. They don't have to choose. So it's kind of an a la mode kind of dessert. Um, but the really cool thing is it's, it's, it's a super premium dessert, culinary inspired, but it just really has really great history of the South, um, history of family. It's a very authentic brand. Um, and, and we really hone in on storytelling and just really getting the customer to have more of an experience than just a dessert. Yeah. So you're, uh, so just a couple of the names of some of them, you got Aunt Poonie's uh, caramel pound cake, Uncle Charles brown sugar bourbon cake. Are these are these people in your life? Are these? Yes, actually, Aunt Pony was my godmother. She baked all of her pound cakes in a cast iron skillet. And uh, the really cool thing about this skillet, and I tell this story so many times, and it's um, it really resonates with people. Um, you know, that skillet was passed down from her mom's mom to her mom, and so on and so forth. And now, um, as she has left us, it is passed down to her daughter. So you're talking about cast iron skillets and families for over 100 years. Wow. And it's, just imagine if this cast iron skillet could speak, how many things were baked in it. Yeah. Oh, that, wow. That's incredible. I love that. So, and then what about the the, uh, the Uncle Charles's brown sugar bourbon cake? That uh, That sounds pretty delicious. 
Uncle Charles, um, you know, he is everyone's favorite uncle. You know, he's he's that cool uncle that, you know, um, was super cool and played with you. And, you know, he, he was the one that joked around with you, but he'd all, always have his stash of liquor with him. And so I, I do think that everyone has an Uncle Charles somewhere. Yeah, in their for sure. For the most part. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about the porch light peach cobbler, you know, um, you know, we didn't understand that when we were little about the porch light and when the porch light came on, what exactly did that mean? You know, um, it was time to come in the house from playing all day with your friends. And, right. you know, as we got grown and we grew up, you know, we went away. Um, we noticed that when we came back home, I'm, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. My mom would always have that porch light on mm. and it just really in the South, it just meant that you're welcome no matter how long you go away no matter how far you go, we'll keep the porch light on and we'll be waiting for you. So the pints really do, um, it's a multicultural brand and it really resonates with, it's about family and love and just better times. Ah, that's beautiful. I love that. That That is amazing. The only thing I can make more beautiful if I had a bowl of it in front of me right now, but I'm going to have to make up for that. Um, so you were, uh, so you, you came up as a restaurateur and, and chef when did you kind of, or did you immediately make this decision that this was going to be your thing? Or did you sort of like ease into it? Were you doing two jobs at once for a while? How did that go? Yeah, for the most part, um, I own a national marketing and advertising agency. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, wanted to have a restaurant on a different level where I cook from scratch. I really wanted my food to taste exactly how it came out of the kitchen. So we, we, we don't cook out of cans. We're a Southern restaurant brand. Um, we, we cook everything fresh. Uh, we pick our collard greens, we peel our yams. And so we try to really be more authentic where you're having a um, kind of, you know, from our kitchens to your plate home experience. Um, you know, it's a very much a hybrid brand. Um, our restaurant today is Wing Champ. So we have uh, smoked wings and we have our own dry rubs and sauces, but you can get other things as well. So for me, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time. Um, you know, how are you going to finance your dream? How do you invest in yourself? How do you get your dream and, and, and get it funded? You have to first start by working maybe two or three jobs. And, you mm -hmm. know, no one's going to invest in you unless you invest in yourself. So, yes, I did work a couple of uh, positions um, as well as run my other company and save the money to do this. And I kind of fell into this um, I didn't realize how much uh, I love culinary and it became my passion, but it really became uh, something that was really driven for me because my mom was a single mother. Mm. I'm the oldest and I have three brothers and she was a welder and her dream was always to own her own restaurant. And she was never able to capture that dream. So I really think I wanted to, you know, have her dream go on through me. And that's what really, what really inspired me to have a restaurant as well. Oh, wow. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. So what is that? Uh, so, so having accomplished that dream, you know, what is it, what does it mean to you when you walk in the doors, when you, when you, uh, turn on the lights, when you, when you come in, or maybe even when you're uh, done with a long day, how does, how does that feel to know you've accomplished that? You know, it, it feels really good. Um, you know, um, my mom passed away last December unexpectedly of, of cancer, and uh, it was really, um, really cool that she got to see my dream come to fruition. She got to see the ice cream on the shelf for a short time while she was here. 
and just all the other entrepreneurs that I'm able to help and inspire and really teach them about all the all the lessons I've learned, um, what to do, what not to do, and the failures and the successes, the ebbs and flows, you know, because it's really not easy yeah. owning a business. But, you know, it's it's rewarding because I get to do what I love. You know, um, this is my passion and I also get to help people. So it's it's really crazy because as an entrepreneur, when you're looking to expand your brand, you know, you don't think you just want a business. And I think in in the beginning stages, I thought I could do everything by myself. Mm. I thought that I could do three, four different um, aspects of the job. And just not having that team in place was definitely a, a huge epic fail because you can't do everything by yourself. If you get sick or something happens, the business completely stops. Yeah. Um, well, very sorry to hear about your mother, but uh, so glad that she was able to, to see what you've, you've achieved. Um, what, uh, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, fail, uh, it, it's not easy. I think restaurants got to be up there as one of the toughest businesses to, to launch and, uh, succeed with besides the, the team having the right team around you that you mentioned, you know, what are some other things that you had to learn the hard way, uh, how to, how to get around and, and that you advise to other people who are asking you for, for advice about opening a restaurant or a food brand? I spoke about the team. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of sweat equity involved, you know, just constantly being humble. If you're humble, you're teachable. You know, if you're humble, you're always open to learn. If you're not humble, that means you already know everything and you know how that story goes. Um, I talked about the team because, you know, as small businesses, we do not have the opportunity to have access to capital mm. funding. Um, we're always underfunded for the most part, always. Um, we need CPAs, attorneys. We need board of advisors and directors. We need that um, that knowledge that we, we don't know what we don't know, right? But at the same time, you know, it's it's really big on I'm big on leadership, you know, uh, putting people that are are in your group that really share the same uh, capacity that you do and understand your vision and is working towards a goal. It's really different uh, when you own restaurants and, and brands that you have to build from scratch as um, you know, it's it's hard to, to own you know, franchises also, but, you know, when you go out and you buy a franchise, you get a recipe book on how to be successful, what to do, where to buy. I think what makes restaurants extremely difficult to run is, is always the leadership and the team. It really starts with the leadership. So when you take the time to build a team uh, around you and, and understand what the culture of your brand is going to be, then it, it, it would definitely go a lot smoother. Mm, right. So how do you go about, do you have a favorite question that you ask, uh, you know, prospective employees or how do you go about getting those right people in the door? More coming up from our guests, but first a word from our sponsor. This episode of Get a Real Job is presented by State Farm. Being a small business owner can be so fulfilling, rewarding, and let's be honest, a little scary from time to time. Doing your own thing and being your own boss is great, but sometimes it can make you feel like you're all alone, especially when things aren't going so great. Well, the folks at State Farm want you to know you aren't alone. State Farm has thousands of agents who are small business owners too, so they know what it takes to protect everything you work so hard for. State Farm has an assortment 
assortment of insurance policies for small businesses that can be tailored to your needs. So whether you're a hairstylist, an electrician, or a florist, State Farm agents are ready to help. Learn more and find an agent today at statefarm.com slash business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And our next sponsor. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies, and you might already be investing in them. But did you know you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust has no account opening fees and no monthly fees. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Sign up today and receive a $100 funding bonus when you open and fund an account. Visit itrust.capital slash G-A-R-J to start investing today. That's itrust.capital slash G-A-R-J. Taxes and conditions apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. And we're back. First, I, I always ask, what what is their passion? You know, I learned uh, just, you know, I, I, I've taught a lot of chefs that have gone to Cordon Bleu and Wells and some of the top culinary schools in the country. And sometimes they don't they don't know how to make the simplest things. But, you know, my thing is, even if you don't know how to make something, you know, read the back of the box, you know, forward, you have to have forward thinking. Right. Now that's not to say anything negative about anyone, but a lot of, I've learned that a lot of the students that are in culinary school, they really just don't have the passion for cooking. You, you know, we're not going to get rich being a cook or a chef, but if you, if you get to do what you love and you can create something and maybe have your own restaurant at some point, be able to build off of that, uh, create some sauces or seasonings, get them in the market, there's so many different things that you can do to, you know, build generational wealth, you know, so those are some of the questions that I have and just, just find people that, you know, maybe they have families, maybe they're not a homeowner, but their dream is owning a home one day. Uh, Just making sure that, you know, just asking them, have they done anything in their lives that they've really had to invest in themselves and just listen to their stories and, and see if they have some of the same core values that you have. Um, Because those are the people that you do want part of your your culture and you want to, you want to build a very positive culture for people that's coming in. That's great. That's awesome. Um, can you talk a little, uh, you, you described uh, sort of like the backstory of the names of some of these flavors, but I'm curious, what's the process like of coming up with new flavors and, and what are maybe some of the considerations that people like me wouldn't even realize? Like we know Oh, if it tastes good, you should sell it. But there's probably a lot more that goes into like, are we going to be able to replicate this over and over again? Is it going to be too expensive with the ingredients? Like what what goes into coming up with a new ice cream flavor? Well, cream 
delicious is proprietary to the brand. You know, when I first started this, I really did not want to. Um, I think when I first started this and I didn't know what I didn't know, I worked with um, a manufacturer that developed flavors from my ideation and ideas and, and, and what the concept was that I had. But when I realized it, it was their recipes. And, you know, one day they were like, well, we don't have time to do this. We don't have time to do that. Mm. So, you know, that that put you in a hostage situation. So now all of a sudden your business stops. So what I did was I really uh, did a lot of research. Uh, being, a, being a chef was really beneficial for me because I know how food should taste and I'm super creative and I'm very innovative. So I worked with two of the top food scientists in the country, which is in sense, from Sensient Foods, and they're really great. And they helped me uh, with the formulas and recipes for Creamalicious. So now um, I own all of our IP and intellectual property as it relates to the formulas and recipes proprietary for Creamalicious. So technically I can take uh, my formula and go anywhere in the world and reproduce the ice cream and it'll taste exactly the same. Wow. So, you know, that's something that people don't understand when they're making things out of a commercial kitchen and they're bottling and packaging things themselves. Um, it's totally different. If you're trying to do mass production and you want to go into the retail space, it's not going to taste the same. Mm. You know, mass produced and making something on a small in small batches is something totally different um, than it is. So you have to understand the process of that. We don't use any high fructose corn syrup. We don't use uh, any artificial flavorings at all. But Creamalicious is very creamy, is very decadent, and is very indulgent. Um, so I'm not that low fat ice cream, you know, I'm not the vanilla chocolate and strawberry ice cream. I have my own renditions of that. And I, I really, I really try to play in the space that I've created my own dessert, dessert category and my own niche so that I can give the customer a different experience than what's on the market today. That, oh my God, you got me drooling. That sounds incredible. <laughs> um, do you have, uh, so when you, when you look at people who have, have come before you or, or are, are in the industry now, are there any culinary entrepreneurial heroes that you look to that, that you love what they're doing? I really love uh, Chef Emerald. I'm hoping to meet him sometime. I just love his brand. This is very clean. It's very chic. You know, it's 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 a it's a really really great brand, and and it's good. Like his his dressings and different things like that, and just his whole brand as a person. Um, I I like Chef Ramsey because you know he's a very good businessman. You know, there's so many different chefs out there that that I I really like and the things that they're doing, and aspire to be able to do some of those things. You know, you know, as a creative person, you know, you get presented, I get presented with opportunities all the time and I literally just can't do everything. Yeah. Um, one opportunity that I got presented with uh, recently, which I thought was super cool. Um, I got presented with an opportunity to do a national um, collaboration partnership with a national brand um, that wanted to um do some ice cream from a product that's in their store and that's going to roll out in June. And it's going to be really huge because there's no ice cream on the market like it. It's a very known, well-known brand. And it was so cool to be able to do the pints um, that emulated what they actually sell in their restaurants. So I really love uh, creating uh, for other brands so that they can just be more innovative. I mean, you know, you're going to these restaurants, especially the fast casuals and, Everybody has cookies and brownies, 
you know, and you know, why not a pint of ice cream people can take home? Everybody's going to eat ice cream no matter what, but wouldn't it be cool to have something that's proprietary to your brand? So I've been doing a lot of product development and it's really in my wheelhouse and it's, it's really helped me, um, you know, continue to be more agile and more, more innovative, uh, as it relates to my own personal brand as well. Yeah. Wow. That, that sounds incredible. Are you, are you at Liberty to tell us what it is or is it a secret? Yeah, I, I, I did a lemon sweet tea and sugar cookie ice cream, uh, for McAllister's. Wow. Um, they're a really big brand and, and it's, and they're national and it's going to be super cool. And so we're going to be launching that here soon. So I'm hoping to be able to, uh, you know, announce that officially soon. That's, that's amazing. So, you know, I, I've, I've spoken with uh, a couple of chefs who are also business owners and I always ask, you know, do you have a preference or do you you have a split in your brain that the chef part and the business part, or is it all mixed together? How How does that work for you? like it's all kind of mixed together sometimes because you're, you're, there's so many things. You're, you're a leader. You have to, you know, have this pillar of strength and, you know, in, in the culinary business and the restaurant business, you know, it's, it's a little different, you know, um, you, you kind of have all these different personalities that you have to juggle and manage as well. And then just find a really good balance of what that actually is going to look like and get some buffers in between, because sometimes it can be extremely overwhelming. Um, so, you know, the biggest task would definitely be is just stand, stand on brand, you know, staying on your brand business model and just keeping that intact and making sure that the people that are in place are adhering to your brand standards. Right. Well, uh, Chef Liz, everything you've described sounds incredible. So where, how can people try it? Where can they find your ice cream? Yeah, we're at Walmart and we're at Kroger, Meyer, Target, Jungle Gyms, Rouse's. Uh, we're pretty much, we're online. We have uh, nationwide delivery. Uh, you can also in the California and Illinois market get, uh, get Creamalicious in 15 minutes through cloud kitchen platforms. Um, so we, we've done a really good job of being everywhere. We're in market fresh, you know, um, that's part of giant Eagle We're 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 growing. Um, so hopefully people will try it. We just launched in Kroger this month. So hopefully we'll be able to, uh, expand our footprint. Well, that's incredible. I wish I could order ice cream delivered to my face in 15 minutes or less. I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> but uh, really great talking to you and, and hearing your story. It's super inspiring, I'm sure, to people who have been listening. So thank you so much for doing that, uh, for doing this and for, for inventing this ice cream. It sounds awesome. I can't wait to try it. You and they can uh, also see us on um, at So Creamalicious um, is all of our social media tags and and I'd, I'd love to send you some ice cream if you send everything over we'll ship you some. Okay, uh, did I hint enough that I wanted to? Normally, <laughs> before I do an interview, the if if you guys send your address, I always send out ice cream you, you prior did. to so that you can have an opportunity you, to talk about. Yeah, it, yeah, so. yeah. You you did, and I I uh, when I was actually looking at the email today, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I forgot to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I'll get I'll get some for you. All right, <laughs> all right well, uh, thanks again. Uh, really great talking to you, and uh, talk again soon. I hope. You. Have a great day. All right, thanks. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. 
Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Don't make me beg people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.